Pass the sticks to the Nebraska eSports squad as they take you on a journey through the wonderful world of video games. Right here on Big Red eSports on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. We were kind of talking a little bit about COD again. Well, just during the break, we were talking about COD and the prominence of the mobile version of it. <laughs> Which Jaden has an uh, explanation for why it's so prominent in like the community. Yeah, so on top of the, the accessibility, because it's a mobile game, right? Uh, it's also just all of the old Call of Duties combined with a couple of original maps, a couple of original weapons, and uh, they constantly add these insanely intricate skins that you can unlock through gameplay, but also you can pay for a bunch of them because it's a mobile game. There's going to be tons of microtransactions, but there's even a zombies mode with zomb like all of the zombies maps on it. It's, I mean, it's everything. Mm-hmm. It, it has a ranked. There's there's land tournaments. For COD Mobile, oh my and God. they do pretty really? well. Yeah, there's tournaments. There's a there's a pro scene for COD Mobile, and it's actually kind of sick. There's, I mean, I don't know, I don't know all of the details because I only play the game maybe once every month, mm-hmm. uh, and I play for a couple games and then I kind of get bored. But it's still, I mean, it, the crazy thing is that it has the majority of the of the player base just mm-hmm. because of how accessible it is, how uh, it's free to play. So you can just go into Crash from COD 4. You can go into uh, Standoff, Raid, any of these classic maps that, you know, once in a blue moon in a yearly COD title may get brought back when we i mean honestly we should just be on like a game that just live service updates Mm -hmm. i genuinely think that might be the best way to go but they don't so but you get all these maps you get all these all these classic things you can use the type 25 from black ops 2 or the uh the m4 from every cut title ever (laughs) the mp5 mp40 i mean they have everything right all of the stuff's there the the dsr 50 i'm a big black ops 2 guy so that's like all my favorite guns is black ops 2 Mm -hmm. but it's just one of those things that it shocked me about the ftc case because activision came forward and said exactly what the player base is on each platform and how uh, how that may sway things because uh, when the FTC says, oh, Xbox, you're going to become a monopoly. It's like when uh, Anheuser-Busch tried to buy Corona mm-hmm. and the FTC was like, that's a monopoly because you're trying to buy Corona. I mean, they do own almost every single alcohol yeah. ever, but well, that's then, beside the point. Like, my big thing with the FTC case is that also you have so many indie studios that are doing amazing and like just because they buy one big company that doesn't even have a monopoly on any video game scene except for maybe cod but like cod isn't like we said last time cod is not a unicorn it's not it's it sure is like it it helped pave the way for games like cod but it's not a unicorn it's not the only one in the scene i mean you have like battlefield a little bit like Uh, a little bit i said a little bit i said a little bit no no no. i said a little bit yeah 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 it is it's it inspired games to come out that were similar to the concept yes yes but I counter with none of them have the exact feel and none of them none of them are truly seen as competitors to the actual 
player base mm-hmm. besides BattleBit, and that's a Battlefield I rip more than it is a COD rip. Yeah. BattleBit is the only thing even close to mm-hmm. a, an OG COD that's even come out. There's not a real like. But that's the argument that they're making. Is there's that no competitor. There's no competitor. Mm-hmm. So not that, really. That, that, but that, again, that's the argument that they're making is like mm-hmm. that there isn't a competitor, therefore you have a monopoly on this specific game title or like this specific game mm-hmm. type. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, even then. But my, I think that the FTC thinks that COD is like the end all be all to all games. But it's it's not. It's not because there's so many different types of games out there mm-hmm. that people enjoy. Yeah. I think. Yes. I, I, okay, so you can I can see both sides mm-hmm. because you can consider indie devs, but most indie devs have one hit wonder, and if they get any bigger than that, they get bought up by a actual dev franchise. Or even if it is a one-hit wonder, they usually get bought up by, e- by EA and then they try to make a game that they're not used to making and then they <laughs> yeah, collapse. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, it's, it, that's kind of the problem that indie devs have is because they do a passion project or they do multiple and then they see incremental success mm-hmm. and then they get one that explodes. Other devs see that and go, all right, we're going to you know, we're gonna offer you a lot of money here and a lot of them take that money mm-hmm. because, I mean, you know, millions of dollars, it's kind of huge. Uh, and then, you know, that, that dev scene collapses or something. So it's hard to see it, see the game space as, uh, and yes, COD is not a unicorn. It's not a one, it's not a Whoa. one, it's not a grab all. That's the other side of it. It's not a, it's not a, mm-hmm. you buy this, you get everything. But it's the fact that Activision Blizzard mm-hmm. and King, mm-hmm. mind you, which is all mobile, I almost know. all big mobile games. Mm-hmm. So you got Clash of Clans. Clash Royale or all these, yeah, Candy Crush, which is, I mean, every every mother ever has played that game. My mother has never played it, and I will stand by that to this day. And that's, you know, that's impressive. <laughs> Thank you. I know. One, in, I one know. in a million, quite literally. One hit wonder, might I say? Yeah. <laughs> so, all these all these game titles, it's not just COD, but COD's the big one. But you can also make that. an argument, like, what about Nintendo? Shouldn't Nintendo be regulating? Shouldn't Nintendo be like? looked up by the FTC because they have Animal Crossing, they have Smash, they have Mario Kart, they have all the Mario games. That's a huge franchise on its own. Arguably. Are they COD? In terms of size. Or longevity. Mario? Mario, yes. But that's... Animal Crossing, yes. Not on on player base. Not on player base size. Not for Animal Crossing. Looking at... Okay. Looking at the general base... I'm not I'm not advocating <laughs> I'm not advocating for PlayStation here or for the FTC mm-hmm. but I'm looking I'm trying to look at this from an objective point yeah. of view. You're Nintendo but you also have but you yes. also have hardcore Nintendo fans that stick to mostly Nintendo games just like you have hardcore COD yes. fans. True. So you could look at it like We know both of these types of people by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like in yeah. person. <laughs> yes. I know I know the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is from an economical standpoint of income mm-hmm. and guaranteed income, mm-hmm. year over year, there's always a 60 now $70 release. A lot of people buy the deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. A surprising amount of people buy every single bundle, every single thing, thousands and thousands of dollars from, you know, even you could say like the top 10% of players that consistently play the game. That's over and it, it generally over a million, there's millions of cons- consistent players month to month and if they're buying even one bundle that's 10 bucks each of them Mm -hmm. 
or the battle pass, which almost everybody buys, that's 10 bucks on its own. 10 bucks over even a million people, $10 million mm-hmm. months. And that's, but also how much does it take to pay everybody as well to then keep it up and keep making new content and all this other stuff and advertise for it. And it... yeah, mm-hmm. but that's also, I mean, that that's, not as much of a cost to uh not a cost to output problem as you think it is mm-hmm. because it's a live service game in essence anyway mm-hmm. that's just their content instead of story content or expansions for other games they do all of that and they i mean they make money ton of it mm-hmm. the only thing that's really a deficit is the cdl itself do you think it's enough to warrant the ftc to not grant i don't think it's enough no mm-hmm. but i think it's enough for a fair argument to Which be is made. why this argument's been taking so long. Because yeah. it is a well, perennial title. On the 18th, they should ha- they have to make their final decision. But that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. it, it came to the point where they had to make a deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because otherwise, this would have kept going. Mm-hmm. And because wh- it's just so on the line. Yeah, I think it's. While it is a little bit wild to say that it is a thing that would make a monopoly, it's definitely not. <laughs> but it is fair. That people would say that. Yes. Especially if you're not very in tune with the scene Mm -hmm. as a whole across the board. Mm -hmm. Because Nintendo is seen, even inside the scene, is seen as completely separate Mm -hmm. from Xbox and PlayStation. Because it has its own own niche and it stays in that niche. Mm -hmm. It doesn't compete. Maybe maybe Microsoft is trying to make their niche. Because like COD is a niche per se, right? Uh, Yeah. yeah, So maybe they're just trying to make COD their niche. Or yes. trying to make, like, you know, I mean, but because it'll be active, it'll be Overwatch the and other, they'll buy. But. The other thing that came out with the FTC case mm-hmm. is that there was an email strand where uh, Xbox discussed out buying PlayStation for developer teams, mm. which is essentially competing to make a monopoly. Yeah. So, and COD is the main part of that mm-hmm. in their plan. As much as they were like, oh, no, it's it's not a big title. It's not even huge anymore. Like, it definitely was one of their main things mm-hmm. outlined in there. Just Activision Blizzard as a whole. Because there's WoW, which is something we didn't even touch on. That WoW, there's uh, Overwatch, which mm-hmm. isn't as big, but <laughs> and not as big as it used to be. But mm-hmm. still, it's there. To be fair, they killed it themselves. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, that's yes, definitely true. Yeah. Like, they strangled I mean, their own goose. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we all know it. Activision Blizzard is terrible with esports leagues. Yeah. But when you have Xbox buying two esports leagues mm-hmm. with franchising involved mm-hmm. and you have all of these different things, all of these different huge titles that Activision Blizzard owns mm-hmm. and all of the developers involved with that, it is worth discussion at least. Yeah, which is why the FTC is talking yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. We have a question from our beloved viewer, Notorious VIV, and they ask, with the inflation... Going the way that it is, do you think that the cost of games is going to go up? It already has. I mean, it has. Yeah, it definitely yeah, it's already has. increased. <laughs> what the base game for most games were like sixty bucks, and now Nintendo released um, Tears of the Kingdom, and they basically pushed for the raise of games to be seventy dollars. I feel like, right? They, weren't they it one was... of the first to really announce that it was going to be seventy dollars, and mm. then like all the other games? And it wasn't. Fell it wasn't just like a deluxe version. It was just the, the base, base game. game. Well, when did when did they announce that it was going to be like 70? a while like? last year basically okay well i've seen a couple games that were 70 before that yeah but um, I, feel, I feel like it was one of the first big name titles i will to really say be normally like, the, the 70 dollars games that i do see are like giant jrpgs yeah 
and they're and not kind of makes sense yeah and that makes sense because it's so much content it's so much content and it's so much of like things that they had to render and such the mm-hmm. counter is a lot of games are going free to play that is true but then you also have the battle pass and yeah. all this other stuff that you have to microtransactions or Overwatch. a uh <laughs> a little known difference which is a free to try game such as destiny 2 Mm-hmm. Yes, like, which is definitely a free to try, mm-hmm. but they say free to play because you can technically grind a ton mm-hmm. on and then you free to buy to play. expansion packs to so then continue more of the yeah. game and everything. Which is kind of like to get raised. It's kind of like Wizards One Hundred One. <laughs> oh my god, I love Wizards One Hundred One because it's the same thing. Of you can grind so much of the game, mm-hmm. but you can't beat the game. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to pay to a to premium well, membership to unlock more of the content. It's impossible to beat Destiny even with the expansions. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, there's no, there's no beating it. You complete I've and just so tempted to play that game. Oh, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether to say good for you or don't save I yourself. I haven't yet, but just, I, every single time it pops up on my steam. If you ever want to like, play, well, if you ever want to play, let me know. And then we can start together because okay. <laughs> I don't want to start destiny alone. No, that's, if totally I actually valid. Do start that's totally valid. Right now the expansions are on sale for the steam summer sale. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to get into it, buy it now because and get of, into it another so time. So one of my other friends also plays it. And she's played it for a while because of her ex. Yeah. But, like, every single time I watched it, I was like, man, this looks, like, really fun. Mm-hmm. And it looks really entertaining. And I feel like I could play this for a while. That's but, how like, I feel about Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, I'm like, like maybe yeah. I could just play this for a while. Because <laughs> yeah. right now I'm stuck in, like, a really big gaming rut. Mm-hmm. Which is nice time to do that because it's the summer sale. So I can just mm-hmm. get a ton of cheap games. Yep. But also, it's like, I don't know what sounds fun. Mm-hmm. So I've just been, like, shopping, window shopping. Yes, basically. yes. I'm, I've added, like, 20 things to my wish list, and yep. I just, like, I know I need to get it, but, like, uh, do I, does that look good? I, don't I know. know. I, like, I have so many things sitting in my wish list, but I'm, like, I'm not totally sure if I'm in the mood to play this or, like, get this right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I play games, uh, and this has been a thing for me my entire time playing games, uh, I'll play a game for a long time, for, and I'll only play that game. Yes. I can only play one at a yeah. time. So that's why I slammed through God of War. Mm-hmm. I slammed through everything because um, I just play it nonstop until it's done or until I, f- I burn myself out of that game. Yes. And so with Destiny, that took me six to 8,000 hours. Wow. And I'm going to go back eventually. Maybe, maybe. You say like this you is know, an addiction. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. But I'm going back. Hold on. Please. Just, just hold on. So I, and I have the same feeling with COD mm. where mm-hmm. I can play it for months at a time. And I did. And then I think over the summer, I'll, I play it last, right? Uh, because it's also only season content mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of story there. There's not a lot to keep me coming back besides a couple new guns to level mm-hmm. and the camo grind. So I don't really play a lot over summer and I'm playing it more this summer. But still, I take time away from it to then I don't get fully burnt out and never come back Mm -hmm. i go play fallout 76 i go play something like that grind Mm -hmm. so much of that i got to round 300 on crab champions in a nine hour sitting solo nine hour sitting yeah nine hour solo sitting (laughs) and i've not touched the game since because i i was like that's a crown achievement i don't Mm -hmm. need to do anymore the next day i watched lord of the rings all the way through all three extended edition had a great time i need to do that Oh, it's so good. But going back to the question, yeah. yes, games definitely are increasing overall, just in general. Mm-hmm. But like we said, the Steam Summer Sale is going on. So if there's a game that you're like, I want I want it, 
or like you've been meaning to buy, now is probably your best time to do it. I think it's going until the 11th, right? I think so. So you have like two more days, two or three more days to grab it. So I would definitely check that out. And that's, mm. I mean, that's if you're on PC, yes, if you're on PlayStation yeah. or Or you have Xbox. a Steam Deck. Eh. I mean, if you have, I don't, know, I don't know how many people have Steam Decks. There's, I mean, they were kind of expensive. Steam Decks are on sale for the Steam Summer Sale. They are on oh sale. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know how I feel about the Steam Deck. I, I don't know. Never, I, I would just rather have a PC. Yeah. I just feel very iffy about it all. Like, it just, I mean, it looks cool. It's, it's like, a great concept, but yeah. I don't know how it's going to work in practice. You just yeah. put an emulator on and then you can play the Switch games and That's then it becomes true. a better Switch. Oh, you're right. That's because true. it's higher performing than a Switch. That would be the Switch killer. I already have a Switch, though. <laughs> I know. I was like, I already have a Switch, too. <laughs> yeah, then I don't know. I mean, there's tons of games that are compatible on it, so mm-hmm. you can play You can play Destiny 2 on it. You can play, uh, I mean, you can you can make it run anything really mm-hmm. because it it runs like a computer mm-hmm. so you can really just install an emulator on it and play playstation 2 games you can anything you can do anything oh, I can with the thing. league of legends <laughs> oh no <laughs> it would not work but it'd be really entertaining to watch people try yeah um, but yeah anything with controller support that's on yeah. pc you can you can play that probably i'm gonna have two topics uh, in a bit here, we have like a little bit, like, a little bit left until we have to take another break. Sure. So I'm gonna do my short topic first, okay. and it's that uh, Stardew Valley concerned ape for like a while ago has said that he wants to put Stardew Valley on mobile. Yeah, he did. Did he already? It's I've been never... on mobile for a very long time. I did not yeah. know that. I have not played it on mobile. I've only ever played it on my PC. No, it's been on mobile but and since. How long has it been that way? Probably a couple years. Oh wow, yeah. I'm really out of the loop. I haven't like noticed any stuff from him because I don't know. He's just a quiet. He yeah, me. he. I mean, he builds his. Supposedly, he builds his games all by himself. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure that he has some help here and there, but like, yeah, it's like you, 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 outsource for like certain things that you're he, not entirely yeah. skilled in. Like, I'm sure he does it for the art and everything like that. But. Yeah, but that's another. I was looking up during the indie game um, conversation about stuff about him, and he still owns. Stardew mm-hmm. Valley, I think. Yeah, I don't think he sold it off. No, or anything. he he's completely yeah. like yeah. So he's, made bank oh and plus he's um building his new game too chocolate haunteteer mm-hmm. haunted, haunted chocolateer, chocolateer which honestly looks really cute mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean we probably won't get it for another like two years i would bet but like i mean i would rather that he spends time on it yes yeah yeah he's a very yeah. in-depth developer to where he will literally mm-hmm. like have there's so many secrets of stardew valley that like i still haven't even found all of them yet and like i know they're out there and i try to avoid spoilers but i still have spo- and plus he just released like a new like what two years ago he released a new beach expansion update completely free if you already own the game to where it, it unlocks a whole new area in the game and it's it's just he's such an amazing he dev. added extra storylines um, extra characters extra characters and Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy Stardew Valley because I can. It's a replayability because there's mm-hmm. always something new that you can find in that game. Yes, which you can I, get rid of your children. You can divorce and remarry different people. You can date that. like every dateable you, character in the if, game if at one time, date, and they'll confront you. Yeah, it's if you date everyone yeah. in town, you go walk into the bar, and everyone fights. And every everyone like go in there. They're like, hmm, we have to talk to you about something. Lexi, why are you dating all of us? And you're like, oh, shoot. Yeah, or, like, if you date only just the guys, it's, like, a different thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it's super... The girls, yeah. They have different situations for mm-hmm. everything. And it's so cool to see how in-depth he went yes. on everything. Mm-hmm. He thought of everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it, it cool. is a fun game. It's a, it's a cozy game. Yes. Unless you go to the mines. I hate going into the mines, so... Oh. Well, yeah, I hate going into the skull mines. Um, 
the regular mines are fine, but like yeah, the, the school the school mines are like really hard mines, so they have like more monsters, harder oh, to yeah. beat monsters. And then also like in the regular mines, it'll save your progression once you get to certain levels, but in the skull mines, it, it never saves your progression. Yeah. So you have you to have restart to... over and over again. Don't you yeah. have to get to the bottom of the regular mines in order to even enter the skull mines? Yes. Because you yep. have to get the key. You have to get the okay. key, and then also you have to get to level 100 of the skull mines in a single day to progress some of the storyline. Oh so that's gosh. also another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how hard is it compared to Deep Rock Galactic? <gasps> I just bought that game. You did? I've okay. been playing with Brennan. Yeah, I saw... It's on sale right now, right? Yeah. Okay, I might pick it up. I it might is, pick it up. So, Deep Rock Galactic is... I've seen so many memes about so, it, like, this week. So, so fun. It's, like, the only game I've been playing this last week, and I play it alone, and I play it with Brennan and some other friends. And it is just the the humor factor for me it's just such a silly game so for for a general explanation to anybody that doesn't know what deep rock galactic is it's essentially space mining dwarves right yes that fight bugs yes <laughs> that is and, and it's actually great because you run in like you do a mission and then you get extracted right mm-hmm. okay because i've seen clips and i've seen memes and you have different missions that you have to do so sometimes you have to collect like alien eggs which is scary because as soon as you collect one alien egg, you get a swarm. Because obviously they're trying to protect mm-hmm, themselves. Then there's you have to fix your own escape pod, basically. You have to fix your mules, which are the things that carry around your minerals. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just all sorts of fun things. So there's it's... like events, event monsters, so they only happen once in a while. And my first ever run, we got an event monster oh, wow. and we just died. <laughs> so it's like Warhammer. Kind of, yeah. Same vein. Yeah. It's the same like concept, the okay. same aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also can collect beer ingredients because it's dwarves. Come <laughs> of, on. Course. Yeah. of course. So you collect beer ingredients, and then you can make beers that give you buffs. Mm. But if you drink too much beer, then you get drunk. <laughs> so you like your vision goes all Buzzing hazy, in, yeah. and like you kind of like wobble. And it's just so I don't know. It's just a fun game with certain mechanics. You can trash your space station, and your command will yell at you. Uh, you can turn on and off your gravity. So that you're floating around your space station. There's just so many fun things in this game that have little details. There's cosmetics, but there's also upgrades. There's a battle pass, but you like get for free, I oh, think. Nice. Um, and just it's just like a fun community too. Like people are not toxic from That's what I've great. met, yeah. which is like it's just a wholesome mining game. Aww. Okay, so to go on to go on that vein, Fallout seventy six, the the community was so toxic to start. Mm-hmm. All that's gone. I'm not even kidding you. People will just give low levels everything mm-hmm. to start. Wow. Just they they make stuff for them. I'm talking. Oh. I see like a level of thousand giving a level five. Well, just I, the great gear. I think of it kind of like because the game was so underdeveloped when it first released, so all those tryhards probably didn't want to play the game. And so now you have all the people that stuck around that and they yeah. actually are, are enjoying it. Developed yeah. and like really put their heart into the game. Because even Fallout Four, everybody was toxic in Fallout Four. Like well, it was, yeah. yeah. But the but even beyond that there's events every uh for right now there's a alien event mm-hmm. that they have and so you've seen fallout 4 aliens right yes essentially it's an alien invasion event every at the top of every hour and uh the way that fallout 76 works you get uh four times x four times xp boost if you're in a public casual uh team with a maximum size of four and if you get the full team to four you get four times xp wow. so in a week I've gone from level one to almost level a hundred because oh I'm just joining these casual groups mm-hmm. when my friends aren't on 
and doing these hourly events where it's an alien invasion where you're getting 500 aliens just mm-hmm. dropping beaming down from you know a massive ufo <laughs> straight out of independence day mm-hmm. and uh it gives you the alien plans it gives you everything and it, well. it's it's a limited time event right now but there's also um they just started a another season of their battle pass it's been going on for a couple of years it's called well, the premium version is called Fallout First. Mm-hmm. I bought it because storage space is solved entirely mm-hmm. with that. With gotcha. that, um, I hate games that have limited storage space. I'm just gonna say right now. Yeah, I get I mean, it. Yeah, I get it. But also, I am a collector. It's frustrating. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I have to have everything. I'm a collector. As am I. But, <laughs> but, the um. I mean, the the weight system in Fallout 76 is way better than anything in mm, Skyrim. I forgot that they had the weight system. Yeah, the like weight Skyrim. Way, oh yeah. my god, Skyrim's yeah. is way worse than 76, and you can't solve that. Mm-hmm. 76, you can at least solve the problem. That's good. And uh, so I went ahead and did the subscription service because mm-hmm. the the free track for the battle pass though is insane. I'm talking gold skins uh, for power armor. There's uh, because it's for it was Fourth of July right around the time it released. It's a bunch of uh, American flag decal <laughs> or paint jobs for, for armor are USA. and guns. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually great. Mm-hmm. It's so that. it's so cool because uh, I can I can go around. They uh, they had a Liberty Prime set, which if you know the character Liberty Prime, mm-hmm. it's this giant robot that destroys all communists. And uh, they gave the voice lines of Liberty Prime to the power armor suit. So he randomly says very anti-communist lines, and it's the best thing ever. That is so and then funny. they gave it because uh, it, it basically reskins any mm-hmm. power armor to look like Liberty Prime, hmm. except a little bit chunkier because power armor. Yeah. And they made a paint job that bundled with it for Fourth of July. So it's extremely patriotic. <laughs> oh my god! It is over oh the top, god, and you can funny. get you can get a paint job for the. Uh, for the minigun, laser minigun, every every gun, there's like a raw USA, you know, bald eagle screeching, and oh my it, god, so... every time every time you shoot a screech, it screeches like the bald eagle. Oh, I wish that actually <laughs> oh be kind of sick. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was just really fun to it was really fun mm-hmm. to see all that, and it's been a fun game, and mm-hmm. uh, the balancing is fun, and the community is fun, so yep. it's it's so very fun. We're gonna have to do a real quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Big Red Esports on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is Big Red Esports on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Notorious VIV sent us their catch from Minnesota. It is a table, like one of those like card tables, mm-hmm. or not bigger, bigger. Like, I don't know how to explain them. The plastic white tables at yeah. every at, like, single gathering ever. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just covered in fish. D- Jaden, mm-hmm. do you know what type of fish that is? Oh, let me see again. I, I don't know how to identify fish I, all that well. I'm going to be honest. I'm not that great with uh with Maybe B.I.B. can text us fish. back. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like maybe bluegill. I'm trying to hope that Animal Crossing know. is Animal uh, Crossing uh, fish lore. Bluegill are tiny. Tiny? Bluegill's not a good catch. Well... Blue I'm going off of Animal Crossing no, here, so. Bluegill are usually like feeder fish. You just feed them to other fish. I don't know exactly what it is. I've seen this before. Maybe it's a carp or something. I don't know. Carps are also Ooh. small. Really? Well, yeah. Carp are oh, carp are. Well, yeah. like they're, but they're not good. They're bony. Mm. Well, they can be good. You just have to ah, do it. Right. That's fair. Well. Uh, maybe the carps that I was fishing were not great. <laughs> 
But I was actually going to bring up a new topic mm. here. Crappie. Ah, that's crappy. what I was thinking of. Okay. There we go. Yeah. That's a lot of them, though. Yeah, good catch. Good, goodness. Uh, fun up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But the, my topic was going to be the movie about the gamer who became a race car driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jaden remembers the name of it. I don't remember the name of it, honestly. Uh, same name as the game that he played, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I cannot remember the name of it right off the top of my head. But Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. which I was going to bring up because NASCAR just partnered with Genji, <laughs> who is... Genji is a esports corporate like uh esports corporation i guess that has teams they have like a league team i know for sure but i don't know where else they have teams i think they have like csgo or something a lot of teams do that Mm -hmm. but since nascar has partnered also with um i think it's psionic who or psionics who creates rocket league which is car soccer Mm -hmm. but also (laughs) just like kind of yeah no you're right it's car soccer soccer. um but also just like how prominent esports and video games is becoming in normal mm-hmm. media as well kind of just moving on towards more secular not secular that's a different word but like as secular if, is like as, as separation. I say, uh, secular as if like esports is a religion yeah, but that's not yeah. what i mean it's like separated from the esports world it's going mm-hmm. more towards exposed towards traditional sports mm-hmm. um with like those movies of gran turismo and yeah. also just nascar partnering with all these esports mm-hmm. corporations well and i feel like that's also just been very common in sports video games as well mm-hmm. like you have actual football players endorsing madden this and is true fifa is really big um and a lot of people that play fifa actually play soccer i'm thinking of really old side many years when they would literally go out and play like actual um like games of soccer together because they were a group no sidemen I never the Sidemen? I know who you're like talking about, but I don't British watch dudes? them. Yeah, the British dudes. Like, oh. way back in the day. No, 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 no. Way back wait, in the day when they used to play FIFA. stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, back in the day when they actually used to play the game FIFA, they would go out and also, like, That's play insane. soccer and everything. Okay. Yes. So, gotcha. if you don't know what Gran Turismo is about, and you haven't been to a movie theater to see the preview, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is basically about a kid who loved playing the game Gran Turismo mm-hmm. and was super into racing, and Gran Turismo put on a tournament of all their best players being able to compete for a spot to be able to train to become a race driver, basically. And he became a really good race driver. Mm. It was his goal in life to become an actual race driver, and he didn't have the funds or or means to do so, and so he played Gran Turismo, and then that's how he got on the team and everything like that. And he's actually a really good driver, right? Yeah, Yeah, he's a really good driver. driver. And uh, I was talking with my dad about this, actually. Not specifically about Gran Turismo, but how... Your hand-eye coordination and the faster reflexes that a lot of gamers have can be really easily transferred to a lot of things in society and, like, just regular skill sets. And my dad even said, well, the people in Ukraine, because I know that a lot of Ukrainians really loved video games. (laughs) It's a very big, popular thing for our age group. And he says, well, maybe they have faster reflexes and that's why they're learning how to use all this new technology a lot faster mm. is because they can pick up on that they're used to having to learn on the fly mm-hmm. they're used to having to have to test their reflexes quickly and mm. so they can be accurate and be very like tactical with all of this stuff that mm. they're getting sent so i thought that was a cool like yeah. uh what is the word fun fact fun fact but also like uh, observation mm. that people who and i've also read that gamers often have a higher hand-eye coordination and also reflexes than an average person who doesn't play video games and so that applying that to like the real world is kind of a cool way to say like it's Mm -hmm. not completely useless (laughs) yes yeah 
Yeah. I mean, even I felt the, the effects, uh, when I worked at, when I worked in my, uh, dishwashing job years ago, I mean, I I was doing things multitasking wise Mm -hmm. a lot better than, uh, some of my older coworkers that were there that were entering their thirties ish and hadn't played a lot of games just because I was able to, to comprehend and plan what I wanted to do. Yes. And also I could wash something, put it down, remember it's there, pick something else up and mm-hmm. talk to people at the same time, mm-hmm. look away, communicate, be like, all right, I got to do this now and I got to do this later mm-hmm. and not stop. The best thing about like, I guess all of that too, is if you're dishwashing, it's not a fun job. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> it's awful. But if you're really good at it and you're really fast, you can kind of see how those kick in, those reflexes of like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to do this and this is how I'm going to form my plan. It's like a strategic thing. That was like with me with being a barista. Exactly. Um, especially when we got like a rush and like I had to be on cold bar. And so I would be like, okay, I have all my cups. I'm just going to do this in like tasks. I think um, like playing cooking games really helped me in yep, that sense because exactly. I, I knew exactly how I wanted to plan out things. Because it's more efficient if I, yeah. oh, I already have this milk out, so I'm just going to do all of this at once. Exactly, yeah. So it, it, it definitely, the, the thinking and the strategy, critical thinking part of the games a lot often helps us. I mean, there are games that are literally called strategy games yeah. for a reason. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so kind of being able to transfer those skills over to the real world, people really don't think video games are all that useful, mm-hmm. but I would argue and be like well the only reason why i was successful as a barista as a dishwasher as a server is because of i could calculate and everything that i needed to do and do it efficiently because you have to be efficient in video games or else you're going to fall back behind because everyone's faster than you Mm -hmm. um lexi was also just checking out our our comment from the notorious bib about crappie crappie saying that they're fighters (laughs) they're they they do fight when Mm -hmm. you try to uh, reel them back in, but also they t- are very tasty. Apparently, mm. I haven't had crappie, so I wouldn't. Really, yeah, that's pretty good. Our crappie were too small. No, oh, well, they were too bony and too small. Damn, they were that's malnourished. <laughs> but yeah. that was kind of all I wanted to talk about for Gran Turismo. If there's anything that you guys wanted to add on for the transfer between skills and real life and video games. I mean, I think I'm more just like in shock that we're actually seeing a game about a game. I mean, sorry, not a game, a a movie about a gamer becoming something real in the sports scene. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just, I never thought that we would have. Mm -hmm. I think the closest thing we've really gotten to is like Ready Player One and like also like the Tom Clancy movies and whatever, but. Yeah. I mean, the fact that this is reality, I'm not surprised because if there's any, game to traditional sport transition this Mm -hmm. is the one for it because the racing games all use the steering wheel they all Mm -hmm. use the the acceleration the clutch all of it (laughs) and they're all manual for the most part Mm -hmm. it's all it's the most easily transferred from electronic to uh to physical Mm -hmm. but I mean, it obviously is still very different. You're you're actually feeling the clutch. You're actually feeling the, the car, speed. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to, like, your soul is the car, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to have complete feel of all of it. Mm-hmm. And going from electronic where you don't have that to physical is obviously a challenge, but it's been done. Yeah, it's I mean, that cool. that was, like, one of the biggest things in the trailer was, like, they were like, you're going to have to adapt to, like, the speed of it, and it's faster than going up into space the or thing, something like that. The it thing was, that yeah. I noticed from the trailer is, like, it's going to be hot. And I never mm-hmm. thought oh, about yeah. how hot it would get in a co- like a, a pit like that, like a cockpit mm-hmm. in a car. But now, like thinking about it, yeah, it's gonna get sweltering in there. Mm-hmm. I that is also another thing that you have to 
deal with because you're also suited up and you have a helmet on so yeah. you're not you're not getting fresh airflow often <laughs> yeah. i should say you're just trapped in there you're gonna like be drenched in your own sweat and you have to deal with it you have to be focused more on the race than your own un- like discomfort mm-hmm. yeah that's just facts of the racers for for people that started racing mm-hmm. and with how cars are and everything else and being on I mean, tracks in Daytona, for example, where it's just sweltering hot yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. being in all that gear in a car where, you know, it's made to, it's made a specific way and it's mm-hmm. going to be hot inside there, no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just facts of the matter that are just taking time to adjust to from the electronic end where you're in an AC apartment or house <laughs> and cozied up with a blanket or something that's the other thing that's super impressive is you have to make yourself uncomfortable. Like yeah. that is yeah. the point is you have to force yourself through this discomfort to perform well and that's not something that you really have to do all that often when you're gaming because you're oftentimes in your own home comfy with your tea or whatever so i feel like that's most sports though like you have like especially like soccer football like especially Mm -hmm. football when you're you have the helmet on you have all this padding on like it's probably hot outside or it's like literally snowing Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> what? I don't know. I, just I have like another sports, but... level of respect for a lot of mm-hmm. sports players because it is not easy. Mm-mm. It's it's physically demanding, mm-hmm. obviously, and the things that you have to go through, you have to weather through. Mm-hmm. Like it is impressive that people have that willpower to yeah. keep going. Oh yeah, this would be a great time to have them on here. <laughs> well, actually, uh, yeah. So I have a point to make, but we'll make it after we take a quick break, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you soon. You're listening to Big Red Esports on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is Big Red Esports on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. back now and uh figuring out what we were talking about before we had a bit of conversation and i think i lost track i don't have a point to really make now i don't we were think talking I about remember. um just like in sports how it's really like it gets hot in the cockpit when you're driving and then you know when we're out, if football players are outside they're wearing helmets and really padded gear and it gets hot and then it's snowy sometimes there we go yeah there we go (laughs) okay so uh in terms of uncomfortability with sports especially football um this is a point that's probably made on here before i haven't seen every single bit but uh lsu developed a new helmet for football that has air conditioning in it wow which when getting into the later stages of a game especially in the sec could be very impactful and i'm very curious to see how those work um i I, i've seen people wear them and go oh wow that's i mean you can tell Mm -hmm. off the get-go that seems it seems kind of like a cheat code a little bit (laughs) because if you're not as hot and exhausted and you're not dripping sweat in the fourth quarter which you probably still are just from physical exertion Mm -hmm. but having that air conditioning that cooling especially in your head area I mean that that's got to be that's well, got to say something. Doesn't most of your heat like escape your head like your yes, body yeah. through your head? Yeah. Yes, yep. Um the other thing I was going to say is that a lot of I learned this but a lot of mascot suits have air conditioning in the helmets and you can't have long hair because it will get stuck and it will break the air conditioning. <gasps> yeah. So it's kind of important to be mindful of how your hair is when you're wearing those types of helmets. Yeah. 
So you gotta make sure it's braided or it's put up, mm-hmm. put away, or else you're gonna get it caught and it's gonna hurt and it's gonna break your helmet. Yeah, I mean. So that's my only insight on that. Is like, yeah, please don't get your hair caught. <laughs> yeah. So my, I guess my wonder now is how long until that goes to be a thing for everybody when they go to the south, or anywhere where it's projected to be even remotely warm or is that just going to become a, a universal thing is that just going to be proprietary to lsu kind of like seat belts is it going to become mm. something everyone has uh, maybe i'm not there's not too many occurrences of heat stroke or anything like that on the field but it so it's is not a nice luxury oh it definitely is and i definitely <laughs> think it could be a performance enhancer but i'm not entirely sure mm-hmm. and i can't i mean i don't know enough about it and i've only seen it in passing i just know it was a thing and i knew i immediately was like this is a cheat code on the level of custom controllers and esports <laughs> i i never played football like that i the last time i played football competitively is middle school so oh, wow. yeah well plus i'm also yeah. thinking like what if this helmet stops working the air conditioning stops working then that person is having a mental issue of like oh my god now it's extra hot i don't have the air conditioning anymore like it could affect them even more mentally if the helmet is like malfunctioning or something too Maybe. And that could be a thing later on that'd be a problem. I don't think it'd be a thing for the first few years because, especially with experienced players that have played, Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody in high school now or uh, in college Mm -hmm. for the next few years or if this gets universally implemented, whenever that happens... I doubt that'll be an issue mentally for at least five to six years. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking like in the future when if it does get implemented yeah. full time and these middle schoolers are playing now with these nice air conditioning hel- helmets or something, then then it could become an issue of mentality as well if it's not working or something. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, that's fair. For sure. I definitely think uh, that's going to be something that's going to be an interesting kind of uh, thing to wrestle with. It, it's mm-hmm. something that you could compare to. Uh, currently in college call of duty competitive call of duty uh there's kind of free reign it's a wild wild west in terms of what controller you use because it's really down to uh comfortability Mm -hmm. but custom controllers are just a huge advantage in general uh especially for somebody like me i'm at a disadvantage because i don't use claw so i can't do a bunch of inputs simultaneously like uh say hinder or anybody else on my team can Mm -hmm. so It'll be interesting to see how our end of it on esports happens, but then how uh, that helmet development happens on the football field. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how much you guys follow football, so I don't know how much you're going to see the effects of that. <laughs> but I know I'm going to be watching. I know you guys are going to be watching, and I hope you guys uh, hopefully can watch a little bit more as we slowly but surely work our way in. I hear the music a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hear, yeah. the, hear the angels we're gonna, calling. We're going to start. Oh, we're gonna... oh, the music went away. Are we? finish up you're good finish up all right so we're gonna wrap up here we're hoping that you guys tune in with us next week Mm -hmm. and we'll see you guys then